You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Grant Napier, Eric Burns, Sean Salisbury. Master debaters, hope that you are doing well. Boys, how are you? I'm awesome, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Bernsey, how the hell are you, man? Fantastic, dudes. I don't know if you guys got uh, a good a good, a good, good look at that home run derby last night, but gosh damn, it, you, in a hurry, America figured out who this J-Rod kid is, huh? Yeah. yeah I, I watched – I normally go in thinking I'm not going to watch these whole things – but I watched every pitch, and the hero, in truth, is Julio Rodriguez's pitching coach, the the guy on the mound. Now he was a friggin' machine, not moving any body parts. No, no, no it's like the old arm, the old arm pitching machine. And it Iron was, Mike. Yes, in his spot every friggin' time. That guy was the hero last night. But what a clinic! What a fucking clinic! Amazing. It it really was, and here's the thing: I'd, I'd I'd love to get your guys' take on it because you know, obviously, it's, you do you guys do this shit for a living, and everything else, right? And and I'm a baseball fan, and, and I follow it, and I, I knew who Julio Rodriguez was. I I don't really know his story. I knew he was a rookie. I knew he was having a pretty good year. It's one of the reasons why the Mariners are having some success. Uh, but but did I really know who he was? Did I really know his backstory? Uh, did I really know? Did I really have any idea? How fucking good this guy was no clue but if you go back and look at the fact that you know, number one he signed when he was 16 years old look at his numbers at every level along the way just insane absolutely insane crushed it at every level along, along the way gets to the big leagues hitting 275 right now he's on pace for 30 30 17 homers 21 stolen bases and then he comes up and he puts on a show where it's like this goes all the way back to what, uh, what Josh Hamilton in 2008 at Yankee Stadium, right? Like, the guy who puts on the biggest show is typically the guy that never wins it. Bobby Abreu, when he hit 41 homers, I don't think he won it that year. Uh, and, and it's funny how that works. And sure enough, I mean, Julio Rodriguez, 81 homers last night. 81. And uh, unfortunately, went down to uh, Juan Soto at the end. But... If you had Juan Soto plus 250 on the contest, you're a happy person. Well, listen, first of all, the fucking gambling, that's the problem. How, how is it that we're having a controversy with the home run derby? Schwarber got ripped off for a home run. And then, hey, when the clock hits zero, the fucking clock hits zero. Why is it that we're not following the rules with the home run derby? I'm hearing that the gamblers and the fucking people in the casinos are going ballistic because of the way that the, 
the fucking event was held. I mean, why have rules if you're not going to follow the rules? The bottom line should be just like the buzzer beater in basketball. If the ball is out of the pitcher's hand, by the time the buzzer goes off, it's a home run. If it, if it goes out, yes. out. if it's That's still in his hand, you just check it. So, and while we joke, oh, it's just, a, it's just a home run derby. It's just an exhibition. Not to the dude who put five grand on it. If, it, no if one home run mattered. So, you know, you tie in a swing off, you know, where they're, they're taking the, their extra cuts. So if it leaves his hand, you're going to have to have gambling because it's not, it's not a joke to them. I mean, to anybody well, dude, who the player, it, the players have a fucking million dollars on it. Yeah, that's exactly right. right? So that's a big I mean, deal. And when Rodriguez is a minimum salaried baseball player, now we we know that that, that Soto is going to make himself about four hundred and fifty to five hundred million at some point. But that being said, a million dollars is a million dollars. We all want that. If it yep. doesn't leave your hand, if it leaves your hand by the time the buzzer goes off, then it counts. If it's still in your hand. Guess yep. what? It doesn't count. I don't care if you hit it 700 feet. So, yeah, I'd be pissed, too. Bernsey, should Clayton Kershaw be starting in the All-Star game tonight? Of course, yeah. Why not? I, I, I It's an All-Star. And this is exactly why. I, and for a long time, it was like, should the game count? Should it count? And home field advantage. I'm like, this, that was just stupid. It should have never counted. It's an exhibition. Treat it as an exhibition. I, I, yeah, I think it's it's a, uh, you know, it's it's not any different than the NBA All Star Game, right? Like it's where no one's playing defense, it's not. But if you have an opportunity to celebrate a guy like Clayton Kershaw, center stage, you don't. No one knows how much longer this guy's gonna pitch, and it and mainly just because of health reasons. So when this guy's right, he's still as good as anybody. He's coming off, you know, what was it? Uh, Throw like seven perfect innings. Uh, the the last time he was out, like it's. He's still one of the best of the best. Yeah, he's the guy that you definitely want to put out there. You know, the question becomes like, should Albert Pujols have been in the home run derby? Stuff like that. Yes, because it's a celebration if that's what he wanted to do. I just can't believe how many guys don't do it. Like, in my mind, that is such a marketing opportunity for a young player. And Julio Rodriguez is a perfect example. When you're this mid-knowing, not-really-knowing guy, and now everyone knows your name, uh, th- that's big. So, yeah, Clayton Kershaw, for sure, uh, should be starting. Who's starting for the American League, by the way? Because it should it's be Otani. McClanahan, and he yeah, deserves fuck. it, too. Because Verlander yeah. can't pitch. Verlander can't pitch because he's going to start the Yankee series, and he pitched over the weekend. So, I get that. McClanahan's going to start in the American League, and we can get to Burns. I'll get your opinion on that. But back to this Kershaw thing, why I don't have a problem with it, Grant? At least going into this, if you're a better and you say, well, I've, then you know who to bet because you know who the starting pitching is. And if you're betting an yeah. all-star game, then you got more balls than I do because of all the different pitchers and the different things that can come into play. That being said is, or, you know, at least betting guts than, than I got on an all-star game. But I, I have no problem in an exhibition. He's at home. It, it, just like if it was in Detroit, I'd get Miggy Cabrera two at-bats in the, in the, in the game. I'd try to yeah. get him a couple of bats in a game, or if it was in St. Louis, well, I'd get, I'd make sure Pujols was in position to get at least in a bat or two. No problem. I have no issue. Plus, Kershaw's still pitching good. The guy's not exactly yeah. a hack on the mound, so I have no problem with that. And I'm big on it on an exhibition when it matters. Hell, when they were going where it was a home field advantage, of the World Series, I didn't think every team. If you didn't have a world, uh, now most teams have an All Star, but I was against 
forcing me, if it matters to the World Series, I'd, I'd have started, played my starter seven fucking innings, and I'd have tried to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And you don't get to tell me that I got to pick somebody from every team. Yeah. If five guys, if five guys on a team are going to be in my lineup, I'll play all five of them, and I'll pitch a starter seven innings. If Agreed. that's what matters, it's an exhibition. We should have the legends of the game playing, and Miggy and Pools damn well should get an at bat tonight. There's no question yeah. about. Bernsey, what about if the game is tied after nine innings? You like the Home run derby aspect that we'll see tonight if the game's tied after nine. I did. I just heard that last night, right after the home run derby. They were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I do? I, I it's, uh, it's a way where you don't have to burn any of your guys, right? You're not, you're not putting any of your guys in more jeopardy. Three swings a piece uh, to three guys from each team. It's interesting because you, you designate the three guys right now too. I thought that's weird. I don't understand why you have to do that. The, the the bananas did that too, where we have to designate our three guys for the showdown. So our extra innings is is a showdown. It's like the pitcher versus the hitter with one fielder. So you have to before it starts, you have to say, okay, here's my here's going to be my three showdown hitters. But by showdown hitters, as you guys know, I want to pick the guy that's the hottest. So if I got one guy that's fucking, you know, three for three with three bullets, I want to go to that guy. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not that easy. And I never understood why do you have to know what my three showdown guys are? And so what I did, and the bananas were really happy with me about this. Uh I they they would ask for the lineup and then they'd ask for the showdown guys. And I stopped giving them the showdown guys. I just write the lineup. <laughs> they'd be like, who's the showdown guys? Like, yeah, I'll get those right to you. I'll, I'll let you know when we get to the showdown. Yeah, see, Burns, I said it on my morning show, my morning drive show. I, I, a little gamesmanship. Plus, let's yeah. say Pete Alonso's one of them. What if Alonso's beat beat uh, beat down from the? He struck out twice and he's t- and he's tired. Yeah. Or what if Kyle? And I know Kyle Tucker's in it, but Tucker, he's in it. But what if he was going three for three in the game or what have? It's like, damn, I want to put the guys. That are roll. What if all of a sudden a guy who's not a power hitter has homered twice in the game, and you're like, this fucker's on fire. Stick yeah. him in it. He's feeling yeah. it tonight. I'm with Burnsy on that. I, I don't want to have to designate. I do like it far more than putting a guy on second base. Fuck that. I'm so tired. That, that, that elementary school, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse rule. I can't stand guys on second major league. I, I can't. I know yeah. they can, I, I understand the fun in other leagues, but in major league baseball, I ain't giving you a free fucking runner on second base. No matter. I don't care if it's a scrimmage game. Sorry. I like the home run derby part of it. You know what I do to add pizzazz to it? Since no kids are on the field like the home run derby the day before, I'd give these fuckers an aluminum bat. <laughs> Three swings. Because now yeah. it's not only are you hitting it out, and I would now they get to see it, but now we get to watch one land on somebody's car in the parking lot. That's what I want to see. Imagine, so, dude, Soto miss hits a ball, and the and that bitch goes four forty. He yeah. is so strong. Imagine all of a sudden Alonzo saying, "Oh, okay," and he ties into one, and it lands out by the seventy six sign where Vince Scully is announcing Union seventy six and Farmer John Hot Dogs. I won't give me aluminum bats for nine swings, and then come see me. That's <laughs> what'll, that'll take it to a whole. You won't fall asleep at night, and you'll hope for its extra innings. That's what I so, want to see. So specifically, Sean, 
And it, the, the bat that you're looking for is the 2017 Green uh, Green Zen. It's a DiMarini. It's it's widely known as the hottest bat on the market ever made. And this thing is a absolute rocket launcher. So yeah, put the Green Zen in these dudes' hands and just, I mean, this is almost one that you got to put safety nets out in the outfield, though. <laughs> well, if you're, listen, I here's my philosophy. If you get hit with the ball at 120 or get hit with the ball at 160, the bitch is going to hurt. Get out of the way then. <laughs> Because we're looking for home runs anyway. I don't even need yeah. outfielders out there. I don't need my shagging balls. And if you're yeah. and if you're a fan, when you walk into the stands, just like always, you know the risk factor. Hey, Bernsey. Yeah, that's my thought. Bernsey, give me aluminum bats. What's it like? Late afternoon game with the shadows in the first couple of innings when you're up at bat. Is that really true at Dodger Stadium? Take the under. 100%. I don't know what the OU is. Take the under. I'd hit it hard. I'd hit it early. I, it's, it's, it's very – Dodger Stadium, as a matter of fact, I would take BP during this time that they're going to be playing this game, right? It's starting at 4.30. Almost impossible to see it. Like, once it – but then, once the shadows come over, it's fine. And because it's earlier, the ball's going to fly better. So, it, it, it is – when it's still early, the ball flies. But it's going to be really difficult for these guys to see the baseball. So, I man, I just – it's because it all varies in different times of the year, right? And so I, I'd love to see exactly where the shadows are going to be at 430. But if that is the case, 100% take the under. Sean, you could hit – Sean, you're talking about you're going to hit – you know, you can jack one out of in Boston – you know, over the green monster. I want to see if you can jack one out at Dodger Stadium. Just batting practice now. Okay, not well, in a real fucking game with the shadows, Sean. I want to see okay. if you can jack one out of the Chavez Ravine. Well, I know I'm a few years late to this one, and I can't go back in time. But as I was watching last night, and my guy, former first baseman, all-star first baseman, Mike Marshall, will tell you, I tattered the back of that fucking bullpen when I took batting practice at <laughs> Dodger Stadium. Okay. I beat that bitch up in the back of the bullpen, okay? So I put it this way. When I was hitting when I was at USC in the back of the bullpen from Mike Marshall would be like be on a rehab and we'd be hitting the Dodger Stadium, uh, I got news for you. I'm getting the 30 extra seconds on a bonus as far as I was hitting that ball, okay? And he'll tell you that in damn self. Matter of fact, he said, dude, if you'd have played, you might have struck out 200 times, but you'd have hit 30-plus home runs. So I would say that now I'm a little older, yeah. A little that a little less explosive with the maybe maybe the hip thrust. <laughs> Some would argue. I mean, in the sheets, I might be. Who the hell knows, right? But um, I could contend with that weather there. I'm still hitting it out of that ballpark too. <laughs> Today, shadow. Fuck the shadow. Okay. All right. So there you go. <laughs> Hey, when you when you got DNA, you got DNA, all right? But I used to tatter the back of that bullpen when I was in college. Make no mistake about it. Quick switch, man. You, just get, you, you got to train it. You got to train it, though, Salisbury. I, I, listen, that's why I said I can't. I'm not going to. Dude, All my rib cage will be in the dugout by the time I'm done if I go out there without training it. There's no doubt. But I say you give me two to three months of getting right, Dude, I've had yeah. knee replacement, but now I don't have to mess with the, the, my back plant foot. Now is where my knee replacement. Dude, I'll be fine. 
I'm just telling you, and, and like I said, I can't swing it like them, but I still got enough old man strength to hit the ball in the seats. That I can guarantee you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus all right i want to talk to you about what we saw sunday across the pond at Fame St. Andrews. Have you ever seen someone play as well as fucking Rory McIlroy played on Sunday and lose the tournament? I mean, the guy was almost perfect from tee to green and lost the fucking open because he couldn't putt. But he didn't hit a bad shot the whole damn time. What do they say? Drive for show, putt for dough, right? Dude, he had 36 putts, and Cam Smith had about eight. How about that (laughs) fucking guy? That guy's yeah. – he could close his eyes and make it from – that guy's the best putter in the world under pressure right now. Yep. And name and, and and the Live Tour likes him now too. I mean, that ain't yep. a bad gig, right? How about that? I'm going to win this claret jug, flip you the middle finger, go take my money. Hey, he how about David Faraday? David yes. Faraday's going to I don't hate him for shit. Come on, I want to go over there and David host Faraday? it. I want to go host it for him and tee the guys up. I'll, hey, hire Barkley. I'll be his host. I'll tee him up on golf, and you can pay me too, and I'll be over there hosting that damn show too, all right? So, yeah, Faraday, they're not stupid. I mean, but Roy Mackerel, yeah, dude, from tee to green, how how you do that and you you can't get – and the dude just keeps climbing, but shooting 264s, two of the four days in a major tournament, that Cam Smith is lights out, putter, man. Yep. It, was, it was a great watch. It was fun. What, what does this mean? Like, I mean – they're literally just piling on and piling on and piling on. And that, you know, the, the bar, the Barkley thing back with, with Faraday, they're not going away. Are they? No, Hell no. Especially if you get the best town, Barkley goes and adds spice to it. We already know David Faraday's personality. They've had a solid broadcast. You're getting some of the dude. Every time you get the, another guy who's one of the top players in the world, Decide and I want the guaranteed money and I'll go play in the majors. At some point in time, the PGA Tour is going to have to answer the call, dude. They just are when it comes to what are you going to do? Cam's gone. DeChambeau's gone. I mean, you're talking about some of the best players in the world. Dude, the exodus continues. You, you can't. And what so guy doesn't so, want well, guaranteed money for their family? So I, Cam, I mean, I, Cam, Cam Smith is going to the live tour. What's up, Bernsey? Cam, Cam, Cam Smith is going to the live tour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but Sean, listen, think about this. If Charles Barkley ends up in the booth with David Faraday, I will go, I'm going to watch the fucking golf just to, yes. just yeah. so I can laugh my ass off and listen to these two guys. Right. And, and I'm sure it'll be the fine line of have some great one liners 
These yeah. guys are having fun, but make sure the golf integrity stays intact, meaning that it's still, we're talking about the best players in the world competing their ass off, yet we add a little flavor where it's not stuffy. Where we don't have yep. to, when you say something behind Augusta National and say body bag that Gary McCord doesn't get, you know, kicked off the PGA Tour for the rest of his friggin', I mean, off the, uh, from going to Augusta the rest of his career, right? I, Augusta sets their rules. I get it. I understand. Hell, I'd call McCord too. I'd stick his ass back out there because Gary McCord was phenomenal at yep. his job. So get those guys. But yeah, dude, I, I'm with you. I'm tuning in to listen to Faraday and Charles Barkley talk golf and have some fun with those guys. And I, dude, what, what's going to prove Charles TNT? He's not going to tell Charles he can't do the NBA stuff. Charles oh, is no. the show. Charles, yeah. Charles, I mean, give me a break with the great Ernie Johnson and the group. Think about that. And I would imagine, and I, I know Charles is smart about a paycheck. If they offer him fifty million dollars to go broadcast for three years, why oh, wouldn't he on. take it? Of course, he's of course he is. Why wouldn't he? Hey, Sean, are you buying into what you're hearing? about Deshaun Watson's upcoming suspension that's going to be a lot less than we think. And don't you feel that this is the week, Sean, that the NFL has to come out and make their decision? I mean, training camps are opening. Veterans report next week. It has to be this week, doesn't it? I don't feel like you can let the veterans report without some sense of closure is not the right word. At least closure on this, uh, on the mediator coming with an answer, right? I think you have to, 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 to me, for me. And I am, Grant, whether, whether it's sadly for some or for Deshaun Watson's camp, if it's not a full season, and happily for them. Yeah. Uh, the last report I heard was two to eight games. They, they want it as a, as a, like I said, they're not sure what, and you're thinking, well, is it going to be uh, not sure that it's going to be a full season plus some? No, it's two to eight games, and then you're going to get both. If it's two games, you're going to get the world saying, you don't care about women. You don't care about people in their careers. That women happen to try to carve out a career for themselves. What what message is in if he got a full season or more, a you know open ended suspension where we're not sure what it's going to end? You get the other side saying, "Well, you don't have any proof. Why in the world are you doing that?" And Deshaun's camp now is threatened that they're going to sue the NFL and the Players Association is going to back it if it's a full season. I don't know if that's supposed to scare them off. So what happens now? What if the women come back? And they yep. say, well, we're going to sue you for not allowing our career to go or that you don't care about women. I mean, where does it end? And I'm not saying one way or the other, but it's starting to at least look like Deshaun Watson's plan in 2022, which is shocking to me, Grant. I don't make it to he said, she said, but it's shocking to me knowing how the NFL feels about the shield. And if, if, if uh, you know. Judge Robinson decides to let this happen or decides that that's the four-game suspension, you're going to get a lot of people saying, smoking a joint's the same as this. That's what you're going to wow. get, right? So we'll yeah, see. But, he, but, he, but hasn't he basically been out because of this for over a year? Oh, no. He hadn't been out. He, 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 was, he was not ineligible to play last year. NFL didn't suspend it. He could have played the whole time. He didn't want to play. Correct. I told him he wasn't playing. Seriously? And he got paid. He was not, he was not pre- prevented from playing last year. If the Texans said, dude, you're starting or we're suspending you, you're going to show up and play, he was eligible to play. That was Deshaun Watson's choice, and they paid him $11 million to, where, to, to sit out and not show up. He showed up to camp, and that was it. Was at the facility some of the time. Oh, no, 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 no. There was no suspension that prevented him. When people try to use that, well, he's already got a year in. Oh, no, 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 no. He got paid. Deshaun Watson didn't suffer anything other than a PR hit and not putting his legs to work on the football field. 
he was eligible to play team-wise, NFL-wise, him-wise. Chose not to, and the team allowed it to happen. Why would the team allow that to happen? They wanted peace, just let it go, and they just didn't want any distraction in the thing. And I've been led to believe from people that I know that are close to it, I've asked the question, if Deshaun Watson wanted to play, Mm -hmm. would they have played him? And the talk here was after all this had gone down, the answer is no. They weren't going to play him. And the other side that is if they wanted him to play, because, you know, we always, when somebody says in January, I'm not playing if they – if they bring me, if they ask me to play, I'm just, I don't want to play here anymore. That the talk is that if they'd asked Deshaun to play, that he wasn't playing. So in turn, what they do? He came to camp, watched, and when the season started, was fairly non-existent, collected all his money, was not on the commissioner's exemplary. If they would have, and I also heard, I asked the question, what if Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor both got hurt? What would they do? And the response I got was, play another quarterback, even then they wouldn't have played Deshaun Watson. Not risking wow. the injury to trade him. So, no, Bernsey, he was he was able to play. So they cannot take in last year's consideration for this year. They cannot do hey, that because that had nothing to do with it. Total side, total side subject. How did Davis Mills do, the Stanford kid? Davis Mills was, aside from Mac Jones, the best rookie quarterback in the NFL yeah. last year. And the I, last, I, last six games, he was the best rookie quarterback in the NFL. Legit. Legit. I saw him at Stanford. I'm like, dude, this kid's going to be a player, man. I coached him in the eighth grade. Uh, well, he was in the eighth grade going to the ninth grade at a camp in Virginia. Wow. And I, I know his private trainer in, in Georgia. And I was coaching at a, they call it a top gun camp where the best from around the country come up there. And I had the high school kids and my buddy, Tony Ballard, who trains him and still does said, Sean, I, and he, got clearance from the people who run the camp. There's like 500 kids there, right? And there's probably 90 quarterbacks in different groups, high school and junior high. And he says to me before practice and the, the, the boss of the camp come up and said, we want to bring Davis Mills up to you, this kid over here. I didn't know anything about it. And I asked Tony, he goes, Sean, they're going to send my guy up to you. And I goes, he goes, I want you to be another set of eyes on him. You tell me how he fits in with the older dudes. And he, uh, you know, I always joked with Tony because he had his, like, shorts pulled up around his chest. One of those kids. So it felt like a little dorky, right? Didn't say anything. I mean, and I, I don't mean it mean just kind of affectionate, but just kind of quiet. Let me tell you something, dude. He waltzes up there with the high school kids. He was better than all of them. Every single friggin' ah. one of them. could throw. The ball was so smooth. And I, after the first practice, I went to Tony and I said, dude, you got <laughs> this kid's a player. He goes. That's what I thought you'd say. He goes, and he's smooth, and he stayed the whole time. And, you know, making throws, and I'm like, 11th graders. He was, he, I mean, had you not known his grade, you'd have said, oh, this kid's going to be a player. Well, ends up being a high school All-America type, getting recruited by everybody. Blows out his knee at Stanford. Only started 11 games while he was there. But there, he was so smooth. And, and I told people, and they laughed at me. I said, third-round pick. I said, this guy's probably got more first-round talent than you think. And then he struggled early, and everybody wanted to quit on him. I said, come on, man. We're, we're being a little bit – it's overboard trying to bury a guy their rookie year. They're still trying to learn. And he's only started 11 games. Let's let him get into yeah. the rhythm. And I, know maybe, I may not be right much, but I trusted the guy who trained him, and I trusted what I saw him, even though it was, he was only going into the ninth grade. He was, he was as good a quarterback we had on the field that day, and I said, someday he's going to be a player. He felt like it. You never know how they're going to mature. Davis Mills will be – if they give him players, 
Davis Mills, if Davis Mills was on a good team, you're not on the Texans right now. If Davis Mills was on the, the, the Tennessee Titan, Titans, people would be talking about him in a whole different way. I think he's going to be a player. He's smart. The ball jumps out of his hand. He's understated. He does. He's not a self-promoter. The guy's a player. The question is, do they have enough players, and are they going to have Hamilton going to cut this offense loose enough to let him – will Lovey Smith let the offense cut it loose? Yeah, he was the best quarterback last month and a half of the season of the rookies. All, uh, Trevor Lawrence, any of them. He was better than all of them last year. Well, well, hey, final thing for you before we wrap it up. Sean, do you – are you I – don't, I don't know if I would use the word concerned, but Zach Wilson can't stay off page six of the New York Post and the tabloids are having a field day with his dating life and his mom, this and that, and his mom is not shying away. I mean, you, this is nothing new with his mom. I mean, I, again, it's New York. And if it were any other city, I would say, who gives a shit? But it's New York, and all of this shit is magnified in New York. What's your thoughts on that? Well, um, first off, the mom's a little bit of a social media influencer, right? She likes, yes. I think mom likes a little attention because she's into the, like, makeup and fat. I mean, you know, it's a product, yep. so, which I, I don't have a problem with. Here's what I think. New York loves its flash. <laughs> Broadway Joe. Now, Phil Sims was a friggin' grinder, right? But Phil won, and that's it. Zach Wilson probably go out and have his best season of his career. I mean, he's only had one season. Watch him go throw for 4,000 yards and be the free spirit and let it go. I don't know, Grant. It's interesting. The truth is, but even no matter what he's doing, he's going to end up on that page anyway. The first date he goes on, even if it's just a regular date. You either win or you don't win. That's all that matters, right? If you you fucking win, no one cares. Right. He goes to, you know, he goes to, what is it, Luger's Steakhouse. All of a sudden, somebody's going to be watching him, right? Spark Steakhouse. Like, oh, he's here. That's just the way it's going to be. So you got two choices. You can embrace it and play your ass off. And if you are banging your mom's friend, make sure she's hot. I'm kidding. Um, Ah. I'm just joking. But. Look, look at the response of teammates. Oh, he's a legend now. And fans, oh, now he's going to play great football. It's weird how people think. It's like that rocker mentality. The more you get, the better off you're going to play. I don't know how true that is. But if he's relaxed and it really doesn't bother him, Grant, they may embrace him if he plays well. Now, throw five picks in your first game and do it three weeks in a row. Then we know how that narrative is going to go in a town that you know well very well. They love their stars, and they love their stars to be free-spirited. Now, Jeter was one of the outliers because he did his business the way he did his business and was phenomenal at it, right? I, I'm just telling you, I don't know. He can't play any worse accuracy-wise. So maybe it, yeah. the, the teammates and the rally around him, I, he'll play better. And Grant, if he embraces it instead of fights it, I'm not talking about what went on with the wife or anybody he dates or the, the, his, his mom's best friend or his girlfriend. I'm talking about just say. You know, laugh at it and go out there and let it rip on the field. Hell, they'll turn him into a hero overnight. They will, and they'll embrace it. And at that position, we love the guy who, in that city, you got swagger and can back it up in that city. Forget it. They'll go crazy for him. If he comes out and has a first good game, everybody's going to say, see, everybody ought to be dating the mom's best friend, right? That's how they're going to feel. So we'll see. We'll see. I think that the irony of all of this is that Zach Wilson, of course, was a BYU quarterback. <laughs> hey, you so, guys are beauties. Uh, Burns, who's winning it tonight? Who you got? You got the NL or the AL? Uh, 
Uh, dude, I have no idea. I, I, I say let's focus on the over-under more than anything. And and I want to see those shadows. If the shadows are what I think they're going to be, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of runs scored. And you have these pitchers. Remember this. These pitchers are coming in fresh for one fucking one inning. Right? And they're only going to see them once. And these hitters are coming off the bench and they're pinch hitting. I just – I see this uh, most likely a, a low-scoring game uh, for all of those reasons involved. Under – you get you only get one time through per guy if you're lucky or if you take the under. I'm taking Dusty's team. I'm an American League guy. Take the American League. And lastly, back to Zach Wilson. When they say he can sling it, it may not be talking about on the field. We already know he could throw it. We'll see if he's really slinging it. So there you go. I got the American League. I got Dusty's team to win. Awesome. Boys, have yourself a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you soon. Be good, man. Love you guys. All right, man. dude. Thank you. See you Appreciate Thursday, it. Good man. stuff. Thanks. Eric Burns, Sean Salisbury, No Filter Network. We'll catch you next time right here on Master Debaters. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.